rolling. And now we're rolling. We're live. Rolling, we're live. Rolling. Dude, how are we not even 20 seconds into the podcast and my photo booth is frozen? I gotta yeah. do something different. Yeah, maybe there's like a setting on your computer that you need to adjust. I don't or something. think so. I also think it's because we're using two cameras in two different programs. It just like throws things out of whack. True. Also, you know, I've got Safari going, Zoom, photo booth. I mean, my computer should be able to. Yeah. More than three apps, but. Yeah. I've got a lot more going than that. Why? I keep things open. My mail, yeah, my you messages. Know Logan. Come on. You, he opens Safari and he's got 50 tabs. I can't. I can't. I can't do that. Not even Safari. It's Google Chrome. It's Google Ugh. Chrome. I'm working on too many things. Wasting, wasting get, your battery life with that Chrome. I got to get fucking interviews set up and podcast things ready and check on Black Wolves and check this site and put in this audition. And I just have all my tabs just ready for me. Right. But you can close them when you're done. You know that. Right? Yeah, but I need them pretty much daily. So okay. I like being able to just click and be like, oh, that's where that is. Cool. And with that, welcome to the Black Wolves Podcast. I yeah. am one of your three hosts, Jacob Wade. I am second of your three hosts, Jeremy Van Suarez. And I am last but not least, Logan Riley Burner. Absolutely. Welcome to the podcast, fellas. Mm. Do we have any housekeeping to do? Um, not particularly. I mean, we have an interview coming out tomorrow with uh, our first collective member because we got through all the founders uh, moving into the collective folks. So keep your eye on our Instagram and our YouTube for that. Other than that, we're just we're putting together things. Um, I'm filming more interviews next week. So uh, that's coming. Yeah, getting some music videos under our belt for acoustic covers. More of those coming soon. And uh, uh, as usual, more podcasts coming weekly. So every week, yeah. Yes, Apparently sir. now Spotify has video capabilities. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, apparently now you can also watch us. Well, let me tell you something I'm excited about. This new Uncharted trailer. I haven't gotten to see it yet. Me either. What? Speak. speak. Tell. Tell. Tell the folks. Oh, I sent this to you yesterday. Yeah, oh and we gosh, work, yeah. man. We work. Yeah, so do I. And this is two minutes of your time. Well, I'm a busy guy. Uncharted coming out from Sony Pictures, obviously, and PlayStation Productions. They have a cute little logo at the beginning. Uh, it has Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg in it, and it's a movie adaptation of the video games, the series by Naughty Dog. This Uncharted appears to be a kind of mix of an original take on Uncharted, but also like adapting set pieces from the video games. I believe the story is kind of like a, uh, like a, almost like an origin story. Um, so it's like the first job that Nathan Drake and Sully go on together. Uh, but if you have played through a bunch of the Uncharted games, you will definitely peep set pieces from each of the games. I'm hella excited for it. It looks great and it, I, I was actually surprised by how good it looks video game adaptations are not the best they've been getting a lot better they have We've been, been saying for years that video game adaptations aren't that good and the past couple have been really solid yeah they have. they've been getting better I, 
at first when I saw that Tom Holland was announced to play Nathan Drake, I was like, no way. This kid plays Spider-Man. He's too young, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I, I watched part of the trailer without sound. And I will say that knowing that this is like going to be the first of many Uncharted stories that come out, I'm excited for the future because I can see him and uh, 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 Marky Mark. Marky Mark um, busy. I can see them aging together as Nathan and Sully. And um, I, I'm excited for like their last movie when Tom's in his 30s and, you know, Sully's in his 60s. And yeah, I doubt, I doubt 30s. I'm guessing we'll get up to 40s. You think I really mean, it'll go up to his 40s? I mean, probably knowing the franchise, uh, like, culture. Depending on the success, I think. I mean, yeah. come on. Who, who, thought, who would have thought that um, Harrison Ford would be still playing Indiana Jones Ugh. in this decade? You know? Or Han. That poor Or Han. Man. Or his role in Blade Runner. He's like, just returning. He is, like, the king of coming back as his old characters and yeah. making audiences wet. Really? Does Harrison Ford make you is, wet, Jacob? Is that the is that the wrong word? I think that's what? just you. Mm. Yeah. That maybe you should see a doctor about that. I don't know about a doctor. Maybe like a therapist. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty natural to me. I don't know about you guys. She's getting wet over like, Harrison Ford. Listen, it happens. Guys, it's a natural body reaction. I'm not saying that I do. I just said audiences, as in like it could be anyone. Right. Right. Watching the movie. Moving on. <laughs> Have you heard <laughs> that Alec Baldwin? Oh wow, this is this is a dramatic. Accidentally killed a man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did not We're... accidentally kill a man. He accidentally killed a woman. He accidentally <laughs> killed the EP of his movie. This Cinematographer. Is... Yeah. Yeah. This is a topic that needs to be handled with a lot of a lot of respect. I'm sorry, um, I, I used the phrase kill a man, but I meant killed a human, and that human is a woman. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for my predominantly male brain. It will be adapting. Yeah. Um, there was yeah. an accidental discharge of a firearm. Um, no one really knows exactly what happened. Prop safety is incredibly important. Um, Someone's going to get rocked legally. Yeah, some fire... I think some props master should be. Let's. Fired. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put anything out there. We don't know who did what. I. There's a lot of people online saying so and so should get fired. So and so should get fired. So and so should get arrested. We don't know who loaded it. We don't know why it was loaded. We don't know why it was pointed at the DP. We don't know why it was fired. All we know. And is the that, director was injured. Is that yeah, Alex criti- critically injured? Had a firearm in his hand. It went off. Two people got really hurt one person's dead and just to be clear um, it was a prop firearm it wasn't like a legit gun yes but even like any any trained person on a set will tell you that a prop firearm is a firearm yeah. it is most of them are actual guns that have had like specific parts taken out of them or are loaded specifically with blanks but those things are very dangerous this is not the first time that someone has died by being shot by a prop weapon so um everybody Everybody thinks that they're really cool and such a badass holding a firearm until somebody gets hurt. So, um, 
Yeah, just in general. Uh, and this is something that I saw in theater. This is something that I saw in film, like when actors and just crew members, when anybody gets around prop weapons, people's brains just turn off and mm. they go to, ooh, that's so shiny. Ooh, that's so cool. Um, and weapons are weapons, guys. It's it's dangerous and people can get really, really fucking hurt. And it's not something to be taken lightly. So just just from the Black Wolves to the entire acting world, um, if you're ever given a prop firearm, uh, aim it at the ground, keep your finger off the trigger. Um, don't point it at other people. Don't wave it around. Don't, don't touch it if it's not yours. Don't point it at someone thinking you're funny. There's, there are so many ways that things can go wrong in half a second that can just destroy someone's entire life. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really heartbroken by this. I think this is, this is really, really awful. I was like really shocked when I read it. And I guess like, like we were talking about this beforehand that I like, I started out by saying like, I kind of like laughed at this, not that the situation is funny at all, but just like the shock. Yeah. Right. Like this is not what I expect to see in 2021 although what i shouldn't be expecting i don't know what you to don't expect know what anymore to expect. Yeah. yeah right there certainly wasn't alec baldwin is a is a murderer now no or goes out to the family of helena hutchins um hoping that they can find some peace and some justice somehow um and then the director of the film is joel susa uh, he's currently in the hospital. Yeah, it's and it's it's things that can happen in a fucking heartbeat. It was 1.50 in the morning. Um, they were just in the middle of shooting and someone got shot. Um, so be careful. If you've been on set for years, if you've been on set once, um, the rules are always the same. Just be careful because you never know what could happen. Um, yeah. Cool. Let's talk about them. New MacBook Pros. Yeah, we're gonna lighten the mood real quick. That. Yeah. <laughs> Apple event, a uh, second one for this fall. The second event uh, of the Apple season. Unleashed. That's right. Apple announced its new line of MacBook Pros, and also new AirPod Pros. Just Wait. regular AirPods. Oh, are they? Yep. Just threes. They look like pros, but they're not. They look like pros, but they're not. Okay. Regular AirPods. Yeah, I thought that the commercial was underwhelming. They were like, AirPods with spatial audio. I mean, spatial audio is pretty cool. Spatial audio is pretty cool, but like, didn't the pros have spatial audio? Yeah, but the regular AirPods didn't. Right. So now they're just remarketing AirPod Pros as AirPod 3. No, there's AirPod Pros and there's AirPod 3s. I know, but what's the difference? One of them has noise cancellation and the other one doesn't. Oh, the Pros have noise cancellation and the 3s don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they're Pros. What's the difference in price? 50 bucks? I'm going to, oh, I was going to guess 100. 50 bucks difference? No, I'm I'm pretty sure the AirPod 3s start at 179. (sighs) 179 yeah and the pros start at 229 i mean they're 
199 a target right now. Okay. So like a 20 bucks difference. Yeah. 249. 249. Okay, so go. more. That's more. how much I paid for my pros. Ah. It's about an 80 buck difference. It was a birthday gift. Yeah. That noise cancellation is pretty sick though. Yeah. Yeah. Plus I'm always AirPod... great about noise cancellation in New York. Like maybe if I lived in like Atlanta or like Boston. It's this isn't this isn't like the most advanced noise cancellation in the world. I still like there are times where I'm walking throughout the streets of New York with the noise canceling on and I'm like, is my noise canceling on? And well, then I the press streets the... of New York are so loud, dude. So loud, yeah. yeah. You can still hear through the plastic. Yeah. Believe yeah. me. You can definitely still hear like you can definitely still make out words. It's not like someone talks to you and it's like yeah, suddenly you're a peanuts adult. Yeah. Um, they also announced the new MacBook Pros. Of course, uh, there's now a 14-inch and a 16-inch as opposed to the previous 13 and 15-inch. And that's because same form factor, but smaller bezels and a notch, but no Face ID. It still Interesting. has It still has the Touch ID button. It has a notch and a 1080p webcam, which is pretty sick. That is pretty um, sick. It's screen, the screen is promotion, so it supports up to 120 hertz refresh rate. That's um, cool. They took out the touch bar and put back in the function keys. I and like my touch bar. I do like I my touch bar as well. I dig my touch bar. I think it's cool. But there are times that I'm like, I just, where's the button that I'm looking for? And I'm like clicking through things. And I'm like, oh, there it is. It's taking me a little getting used to. Okay. Um, and see, this part gets me angry. Apple always wants to be taking out ports in support of the future. But this year for their new MacBook, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to put the HDMI cable back. We're going to put the SD card reader back. Like right as I buy a new laptop. Right as right. I bought a new laptop. I need, I need a freaking attachment just to put in a USB. Adapter oh, yeah. for adapters. Yeah, right? And then they were like giving themselves a pat on the back and it's like, we gave you HDMI. You took it away. Yeah, you're the ones who, you're, you're the ones who took it away in the first place. Don't pretend yeah. like you're Wait. a genius for this. Yeah. Um, and it starts that at, being said. starts at $1,999, which is well above the price that we all got our new MacBook Pros for. Yeah. Um, for for good i mean its improvements are really good um especially that screen improvement um especially its processor improvement they have new m1 chips and the m1 chips are some of the best on the market um but i'm happy with my macbook and i'm happy i didn't spend two thousand dollars on it because I, I i was able to give myself a few upgrades yeah same couldn't have said it any better myself. I'm happy with the computer I've got. I don't want to spend $2,000 and up on a laptop. But it I happens. will say the timing was unfortunate. And I honestly, I'm not going to lie. That 14-inch MacBook would be cool to have. It would be that cool to have. would be cool to have. But hey, we have all got our 13-inch space grace. Hell yeah. We are living. We yeah. are living. Next. Um, next. <laughs> what are we talking about next, 
folks, I think we should talk about some movies coming out this this coming week. Movies coming out this week. We can talk about some good things, some uh, some positivity. Uh, um, uh, there's some good stuff coming out. There's some actually really interesting stuff that I really want to talk about. Um, so I'm going to take you through some things, um, and we'll uh, we'll hype some things up and hopefully give you some stuff to see. Uh, we didn't get to see Dune yet. We're going to try and do that very very. We soon. didn't get to see any of the movies we said we wanted to see last week well i got to see one but it wasn't one of the ones we said we wanted to see last week it was once one of the ones i said i wanted to see two weeks ago so technically i've seen one but we'll get to that later um let's get to that later uh coming out this week uh to rehype it son of monarchs which we mentioned on episode 36 of the podcast comes officially to hbo max uh, so if you missed it in theaters for the two weeks that it was running there, you can watch it now on demand. Um, enjoy that. That one looks like a really good time. It gives me more of an opportunity to watch it. Uh, in addition, from Netflix, we have Passing, which hey. is by Rebecca Hall, based on the novel by Nella Larson. Uh, Rebecca Hall is a first-time female director and writer. Uh, Passing tells the story of two high school friends who uh, reunite uh, the... Sorry, I'll read the actual synopsis. Uh, follows the unexpected reunion of two high school friends whose renewed acquaintance ignites a mutual obsession that threatens both of their carefully constructed realities. Uh, Mm -hmm. Passing is about um, two people who are uh, black women who are white passing. Um, The whole film is shot in black and white. um, So it's hard to tell just how passing they are. Mm -hmm. Um, You are told essentially by the movie how passing they are uh, and whether or not other people believe this lie that they are constructing. Uh, In addition, also from Netflix, we have Hypnotic, uh, which stars Kate Siegel of uh, Haunting of and Midnight Mass fame, um, directed by Matt Angel and Susanna Cote, written by Richard Dovidio, a female director. Yay. Uh, It's about, it looks like a hypnotist horror movie. Woman gets hypnotized and then uh, starts losing parts of her memory. And oh gosh. Oh yeah. I did see this trailer and it looked kind of cool. Yeah. It looks like a cool thriller. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it right away because there's a couple other things that I want to see this week, but definitely something to check out if you're into thriller. Uh, In terms of horror this week, we have something I'm very excited for. This movie has been pushed back so many times. I remember this Uh, before 2020. I remember this pre-COVID, Antlers, Antlers the horror movie, directed by Scott Cooper, who wrote alongside Henry Chazen and Nick Antosca, based on Nick Antosa's short story, The Quiet Boy. Uh, In an isolated Oregon town, a middle school teacher and her sheriff brother become embroiled with an enigmatic student whose dark secrets lead to a terrifying encounter with a legendary ancestral creature who came before them. Looks super (laughs) scary, looks super creepy, looks super bloody. I'm so into it. Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons are both in it. Jesse Plemons I've loved since game night. So very down to see that movie. I'm very excited. Isn't Guillermo del Toro involved in it somehow? He's a producer. Yeah, makes sense. Lending that producer eye to creepy monster horror movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, next up, we have A Mouthful of Air, which looks like a super, uh, like, character-based, uh, kind of drama finding yourself movie, uh, starring Amanda Seyfried. Um, it is about, uh, a writer of best-selling children's novels who, uh, has to deal with their trauma after their child, after her child is born. Uh, it's directed and written by Amy Kopelman, uh, who's a female director-writer. 
Um, and it stars Amanda Seyfried and Finn Whitrock with Jacob, I think you'll like this, Jennifer Carpenter from Dexter. Uh, I haven't seen her face in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. So I'm excited to see her doing some more stuff. Uh, Definitely want to see that. The movie that we're all excited for and that we're definitely going to see in theaters and that I'm going to drag these two to if I have to is Last Night in Soho. Mm. Directed by Edgar Wright, uh, who co-wrote with Christy Wilson Carnes of 1917 fame. Uh, The two of them were introduced by director Sam Mendes, who said that I think the exact quote was they would get along like a house on fire. And apparently they did exactly that. Um, They've written this horror movie, this really interesting look at the sixties and modern times uh, starring Thomas and McKenzie and Anya Taylor-Joy looks super duper good. looks super duper scary. Uh, I am so into Edgar Wright doing horror. Gimme, 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 gimme. Also Uh, Matt Smith is in this movie. If you like Dr. Who. Yeah, but you know, he's not one of the stars. He's not he's not on I, the poster. I think he's uh, the antagonist. That's what the trailer looks like. I think there's a dual antagonist thing going on. Yeah, I think past, it's young him and old him. him. Mm-hmm. But the, the story is about Thomas and McKenzie and Anya Taylor Joy. I mean, yeah, Matt Smith's the villain, but the story is about the two of them. Um, this is one that I'm actually gonna let Jeremy you talk a little bit about because I don't know a ton about it. Um but, and it's kind of in your wheelhouse. Uh, My Hero Academia's latest movie, World Heroes Mission. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a movie coming out that's based on the anime show. <laughs> it's the third one. Uh, I've only seen, no, I've seen the other two. God damn it, I'm such a nerd. Uh, when a cult of terrorists ruins a city by releasing a toxin that causes people's abilities to spiral out of control, Japan's greatest heroes spread around the world in an attempt to track down the mastermind and put him to justice it's made by the team that made that it's made by the team that makes the my hero academia series um last movie the last (laughs) movie was really good it managed to subvert my expectations i doubt they're gonna do it again but i like to be proven wrong sometimes so let's see my hero academia uh world heroes mission Next up, a movie uh, released in Malaysia back in 2019 that is finally getting its U.S. debut called Ro, also known as Soul, uh, set in the past in which a family gets a visit from a strange little girl with a frightening prediction. Directed and written by Emir Ezwan with story by Naziri M. Anwar and Amir Hafizi. Hafizi, thank you. Jeez. Uh, Who do you say thank you to? myself for my brain finally working um (laughs) horror movie creepy definitely scary excited to see more movies from asian countries coming to america because they do horror super fucking well um i really want to see this i think it looks good uh going from horror to thriller we have 13 minutes uh which is directed and written by Lindsay gosling uh not related to ryan gosling uh with story assistance by travis farncombe uh female director writer uh, it's about four families in the heartland who are tested when a tornado hits. Uh, 13 minutes is the amount of time that it normally takes for a group of people to get from their homes to a lockdown shelter. Uh, and so it's kind of the idea of like the tornado is coming, you have 13 minutes. Um, that looks cool. A movie that Jacob and I have talked about a little bit uh, because it is being produced by the Winklevoss twins of Social Network fame, uh, mm. Heart of Champions, starring Michael Shannon and directed by Michael Mailer, written by Vojin Gajaja. 
Um, it is a movie about a rowing team. Uh, the Winklevoss twins bring oh, their love of rowing to the yeah. screen. Okay. Um, about a year at an Ivy League college. Oh my gosh, I wonder what they're writing from. Maybe a little bit of personal experience. Um, so that looks really cool. Uh, we have a fun looking prequel to uh, Army of the Dead called Army of Thieves, uh, which is uh, about the care the safecracker Ludwig Dieter. Uh, I didn't see Army of the Dead. Anyone who did is probably going to watch Army of Thieves. Uh, it's being it's starring uh, Matthias uh, Schweinhofer. Uh, I'm so sorry, I'm bad with German names. Uh, who is also directing? Um, so Zack Snyder. Schweighofer. Schweighofer. Okay, Schweighofer. Schweighofer. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Um, yeah, story assistance from Zack Snyder, kind of giving, giving the reins over. Um, it looks fun. That's what I'm gonna say about that. It looks fun. Uh, next up. Uh, we have Snakehead, uh, written and directed by Evan Leong, who's a Chinese-American director-writer. Uh, Snakehead is about a Chinese immigrant who gets caught up in an international crime ring, kind of looks a little John Wicky, a little bit of like person gets brought into the dark world and then has to escape. Looks kind of cool. Very exciting. think that looks cool. We have The Souvenir Part 2, which is the sequel to, of course, The Souvenir, starring uh, Honor Swinton Byrne and Tilda Swinton. This is The Swinton Movie. It's about the two of them playing mother-daughter uh, when they are mother-daughter in real life. Directed, oh, and written, directed and written by Joanna Hogg, who's a female director-writer. Uh, this is about uh, Julie, who is Honor Swinton Byrne's character. Uh, as she begins to untangle her fraught love for uh, her partner in making her graduation film, Sorting Fact, from his elaborately constructed fiction. Um, so this looks super cool. This looks super family-based and character-based. So that's something that I love. Uh, this next one is very interesting. This next one, I think, is uh, intriguing based on events that happened during quarantine, because I have a feeling this was shot beforehand. Violet, starring Olivia Munn, and uh, Justin Theroux being directed and written by Justine Bateman, <gasps> also known as Jason Bateman's sister. Whoa, that's cool. Working cool. with Jason Bateman's ex-wife on a movie about a woman who realizes her entire life is built on fear-based decisions and has to do everything to reverse it. The trailer looks like the woman's in a very unhappy marriage with a terrible person and hates her job and her life and then has to escape from it. So it's very intriguing that this movie is being done by Jason Bateman's sister following his divorce from wife Olivia Munn, who's playing the lead. Uh, I'm intrigued to find out more about this movie. I definitely want to see it. Um, but I would be interested to hear if this was pre that happening if it was just a coincidence that led to it happening later. Um, stories, stories are always fascinating. Tea. Life imitates art. We have The Match, which is a father-son duo uh, being directed and written by Dominic and Jakov Sedlar. Uh, Dominic Sedlar, the son, uh, Jakov Sedlar, his father. Uh, a movie about uh, a football match that is uh, taking place between Nazis and their prisoners in a concentration camp on Adolf Hitler's birthday. Looks kind of inspirational sports movie. Uh, looks That's like let's rise up against the oppressors. For a sports movie. It is yeah. based on a true story. Um, so I, I mean, I that doesn't surprise me at all. That sounds like some stupid shit that they would do. 
I mean, yeah. Um, so we will, uh, we'll see how that goes. That looks interesting. Uh, we've got a documentary called Attica, which is, uh, directed by Tracy Curry and Stanley Nelson, who are both black directors, uh, about a, uh, prison riot that happened in 1971. Um, prisoners fighting for their rights. We're seeing that in, uh, modern times with prisoners, uh, protesting oppressive conditions in, modern prisons. Um, I've been hearing about it a lot with Rikers, especially in New York. Um, so definitely interesting to see how things haven't really changed since the 1970s, just to kind of see how far we think we've come so far, but how far do we have to go still? Um, yeah, it's interesting that we're getting so many like nonfiction movies and historical dramas and I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, I think it's also the fact that we're starting to really look for them. I feel like nonfiction movies kind of pass by the wayside. Attica, of course, is on Showtime. So if you want to watch that, you got a Showtime subscription, check it out. Uh, the last two we have, and then I'll finish this off, we've got Cicada, uh, which is uh, written and directed. It's directed by Matt Pfeiffer and Kieran Mulcair, written by Matt Pfeiffer and Sheldon D. Brown. Uh, it's the uh, two actors, Matthew Pfeiffer and Sheldon D. Brown, telling a true story about life and love, uh, kind of bordering the lines between documentary and narrative. Um, so interested in that kind of twisting of genre. And then finally, Keyboard Fantasies. Um, how I've never heard of the group Keyboard Fantasies, I don't know. They seem super fucking cool. Uh, directed by Pauzy Dixon, uh, who is a queer femme director identifying as she, they. Um, this is about Beverly Glenn Copeland, a black transgender musician who became a cult icon three decades after the release of his album, Keyboard Fantasies. I have never heard this album, but to know that there's a documentary coming about, out about a black transgender musician being directed by a queer femme director, so here for. Let's see it. Let's support it. Um, yay. Good stuff. Uh, good soup uh those are the movies coming out this week there's actually more they're in the description below if you want to check them out there's a lot of good art coming out this week you should check it out support your local cinema um if it's a local movie theater great if it's an amc cool if you're staying at home and watching on demand awesome just don't pirate that's the one thing i ask just don't pirate your movies that's yeah. all i'm gonna ask as we you go wouldn't through. download a car <laughs> i loved those commercials i thought they I, were so funny i'd download a car if i could <laughs> uh yeah support artists they put hard work into making art um sometimes literally blood sweat and tears so uh support art those are my I movies gonna, i was gonna add sometimes death i i was thinking the same thing that's yeah. why i said blood sweat and tears yeah well rest in uh -huh. peace anyway guys let's talk about some content we've been consuming yeah yes shall we I'll start us off. How about that? Go for it. This past week, I started watching Succession season three. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It's hilarious. It's dramatic. It is well shot, well acted, excellent uh, cast. Uh, brilliant show. If you are not on the Succession wave, get no. on it. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, I also started <sighs> season three of You on Netflix which is also great. Um, it's got some great, uh, some nice little cute drama. Uh, also funny, you know. Um, yeah. Nice, little, and cute. Those are the yeah. words I'd use to describe you. Jacob, we're going to have very different reviews of the things that we watched <laughs> this week. I Listen, guys, you, season three has been 
cute so far. I loved that first episode. It's guys, hey, there's a baby involved, so it can be cute. All right. I don't know about that. <laughs> there's a baby involved in like a lot of murder movies. I don't know that I call them cute. I think that this is a cute murder show. And uh, if you like cute murder shows, you'll like you. Um, You're probably already watching it if you like cute murder yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's building nicely off of last season. Beautifully off last beautifully, season. Beautifully, beautifully. It's, you know, they're doing a good job so far. I've only watched the first episode. Uh, I'm, I still got to finish up Ted Lasso. And oh, you do. yeah, I do. I know. I know. And I am about to start uh, the morning show season two. I haven't started it yet, but it's it's in the future, guys. I'm planting the seed now. Uh, that is what I've been consuming this past week. And I'd like to pass the ball to Logan. You've passed the ball to me. Excellent. Um, I am consuming a little bit of Catherine Full Body. Very fun video game for the PS4. Um, I'm still playing it on my PS4 because uh, I had it downloaded at the time that I got my PS5 and I didn't feel like transferring all that stuff to my PS5. So I'm just playing it on my PS4. Um, in addition to that, playing more NBA 2K, played some Ghost of Tsushima. Very fun. Jumped back into Red Dead Redemption 2. We were posseing up and riding around the Old West. Uh, I watched the um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, The Guilty, uh, which was super good. One location, uh, only like four or five characters on screen. Everything else was done through voiceover. Uh, the twist got me. I was not expecting it. Um, and that's always fun from a thriller movie. It's something that I'm like, I literally grabbed my seat and was like, no. Oh, I love that. Mm. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, Succession season three. Uh, I thought it was a slow burn start. Uh, the acting fantastic. The writing really solid. But I think I think we're 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 slowly ramping up. We're this was a setup episode. This was not the like deliver some blows. This was like all right, let's set up what this season's conflicts are going to be. You can see the cracks; they're already forming. Um, I watched you. Uh, the first episode of You Season 3. I don't know that I'd call it a cute murder show. Uh, I laughed my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. Um, but it definitely caught me by surprise. Uh, this show is not a slow burn. Season 2 of You felt like a slow burn. Season 3 of You does not. Season 3 of You feels like, let's light the fire and run. Um, so very, very excited about that. Uh, Critical Role Campaign 3 started this weekend. Uh, watched that with my D&D pals. Um, excited for a new campaign. I'm excited to finally be able to watch from like the start of the campaign rather than trying to catch up. Um, yeah, like a hundred something episodes. Yeah, I'm still, I'm on episode 83 of campaign two. I still have like 60 episodes to go. Um, I'm listening to some old Blink-182, their old album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I think it's a really good album. So I've been listening to that. Um, now, is it is it like Jack Space It or is it like Jacket? Jacket jacket okay there we go thank you <laughs> you're welcome i get the joke uh, i just want a clarification <laughs> yeah you're good um uh yeah that's that's pretty much what i'm watching consuming listening all that stuff still watching unsleeping city that's very fun make me laugh my turn i am watching not a lot 
of stuff. I, I just got a new job, so I'm getting accustomed to that. I've had opening shifts. I have closing shifts. Boopity boop boop. But I've been playing some video games that I've already played. Nothing new, but you know, just retreading some 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 familiar territory with some Red Dead Redemption 2 and Ghost of Tsushima Legends. And um Yeah, that's kind of it. I watched an episode of Hunter Hunter with Logan. I watched a couple episodes of Hunter Hunter with Logan. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad he's still enjoying that. Um I can. Yeah, that's Slow it. Week. I'm a boring boy this week. Hopefully next week I'll have a lot more movies under my belt. That's nice. how I'm feeling. Yeah, we got to watch some movies together, boys. Yeah, yes, when sir. we're done with our work today, Jacob, we should watch a movie. Okay. This is a suggestion. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got a whole list of movies that we can watch, Logan. Yeah. Huh? 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 Yeah. We could also continue watching Dexter. Oh yeah, we are. We, we are, are catching up in preparation for the final, final, final season. Yeah, the final, final season coming out in November. I believe so. Ah, that's right around ah. the corner. Oh my gosh! <laughs> cool. It's kind of funny to watch that show. We were talking about it. This will be my last point because it is getting to that time. Uh, it's kind of funny watching that show from season one again and like watching Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Garbinder playing brother and sister. Um, because you can tell that they are not brother and sister in real life. Um, there are moments where you're like, oh, yeah, you guys start dating like real shortly after you filmed this. They <laughs> so, did. Yeah, it's, it's I think weird. they were actually engaged. Yeah, they, they did get engaged at one point. Did, but they never got married? I'm not sure. That would be uh-huh. something to look up. Yeah, we can on our own time. We could do it on, on the pod. I mean doesn't matter i mean yeah we're 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 approaching our ending yeah the end of the roller coaster Uh, is quickly approaching i'd like to remind our listeners to subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on instagram like us on facebook comment on our posts like our posts share those posts support us in any way that you can we would really really appreciate it and um just know that if you've gotten to this point in the podcast and you're still listening, I'd like to thank you all yeah, for sticking sure. around for us because I love you. We love you. We love you. And with that, we bid you adieu. Bye. Good night, everyone, and have a pleasant tomorrow. Bye. Bye.